The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Thursday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Jalen. Short one as well, Andrew Gross. A short one as well because, of course, we got... The City Fort Faceoff show coming up at 5.30. We're taking on the uh, Chicago Blackhawks again. That's right. We beat them last time. Yeah. Gord's here, too. Look at that. Hey, good afternoon. Nice to be here. Nice to be here. We were talking about uh, trick-or-treating. Yeah. I was you had a, no, you didn't have one. any? No, nobody, not one. Nobody what? shows up. Well, I guess out in the anchorage, it's a little dark. Well, they gotta get by, to, they got to get by security as well. So. Well, they, there's heavy yeah. security out mm-hmm. there but at the compound. <laughs> but, um, but no, I'm. it's so dark out there. It's like the inside of a cow's yeah. stomach. I, I, I feel bad about even going for a walk out well, there. Well, have you thought so. about perhaps, uh, you know... Uh, Lighting? No, driving to the end of your... Like, leave early so you have enough time to get there. Drive yeah. to the end of your driveway and right. then maybe set a table up there or something. <laughs> yeah, but just, then that would... That's that just on the highway then. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'd be sitting there all alone. Huh. And how many did you have? 47. 47. That's, that's a good, good number for Carol you. Carol thinks we had 60 because she counted the chocolates. Oh. But it was <laughs> actually 47. It was 47. Yeah, that happened. Must have yeah. been a mis- mis- It was an inventory today. problem. Yeah, yeah, some mismanagement there. We were we were all excited. We were all excited because come about um, 20 after 7, we finally saw three somethings walking up the driveway, and I was like waving come to them in the here. window. I'm like, come on down. <laughs> Jim's like, don't scare them. Yeah. It's like, no, they opened the door, and it was... Um, Three blind mice. They had their little oh, mouse coat. Yeah, that? it was really cute. Um, mm. So they um, got their chocolate bars, and then we didn't have anything for another 20 minutes, and a ninja and somebody else showed up, and that was it. We had five. So now you get lots of candy. Left we over. have 45 full-size chocolate bars left over. Yeah, I noticed You're, you didn't bring any to work. Yeah. You hear that, trick-or-treaters, though? They can maybe take a rain check and come full back. Full-size chocolate bars. Oh. I'll bring you some. I know you like the Hershey almond ones. I do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, don't bring the peanut butter cups because I don't know how to stop myself. <laughs> Love those. You can't quit. Oh, my mom was telling me in Regina, a friend of hers and their neighbor had 188 oh my gosh. kids, something like that. Yeah. I mean, you have to remortgage the house to buy chocolate. Well, and that was it. We found the full-size chocolate bars were ended up being more economical just depending on getting with the numbers that we get. Like This was the worst that we've ever had. Years past, we've been out there seven or eight years now, and we used to get, you know, maybe 20, maybe 25, that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, the neighborhood, I think, is growing up, and to be honest with you, I think the little ones, they go into town where their friends are, yeah. right, and yeah. they go to those neighborhoods. Plus, nobody likes your dog, so I mean, there's a lot no, going no, on No, everyone loves there. my dogs. My dogs don't get anywhere near the door at that point, so. Well, I was talking mm-hmm. to Slav, Slav today, and he said that their little guy's like two, but he's walking, an early walker, so mm-hmm. he dressed him up as a marshmallow and took him out. It was a warm <laughs> costume. But they went to West Edmonton Mall. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't realize you could do that. No, so most malls do something really? like that. Yeah. 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 Well, that's handy, that's especially cool. it's handy, but it's not. I, I guess if for it's me as a the same. No, if it was a child, then I would do it to get the picture because yeah. they often have photo booths and stuff like yeah. that. Well, like I would it, do that. But. And if it was minus thirty out, like it seems like every yeah. time. But when I was a kid, you know, minus thirty kid, just meant bundling up. It seemed like mm-hmm. we we were always trudging through the snow, yeah. and, and you oh, had yeah. a nice pirate outfit or, or a robot with tinfoil, and you had to put a park on over top mm-hmm. of it and just ruin the entire effect. Well, you know what? Uh, some good news from last night on a totally different topic. Um, you might remember this time last week we were talking with Joan Lozinski. 
Do you remember Joan? Her grandson yes. uh, was in desperate need of a liver transplant. Right, yeah. And at that point that they were looking for... He needed for, a living liver transplant, Well, he needed... Right? No, he needed a liver... Uh, well, he needed a liver transplant, but they were looking for a living right. donor because yeah. they the transplant list to get a cadaver um, uh, transplant can be quite yeah. long, quite lengthy. Um, hmm. But received word last night that Noah had a liver transplant last night. Yep. Now, it was a cadaver transplant, so someone along the way signed their card and and made that choice to give that, that gift oh of gosh. life. Yep. Um, but he's resting comfortably this afternoon in hospital here in Edmonton, healing up wow, and we getting another chance of uh, life. When yeah, so it happens so quickly as as well, which is pretty amazing. It doesn't usually happen that way. So for all of you in Chedville who texted last week, and a lot of you did, wanting to find out about how to find out becoming a living donor, mm. we thank you for all of your involvement with that and getting the word out and, um, and uh, you know, maybe considering to do something like that. But young Noah mm. is... Uh, on his way to recovery here at 18 fantastic. years of age. Wow. Yeah. And that's a good reminder for all of us to sign those donor cards. That's mm-hmm. right. Sign them anymore. But it's, uh, yeah, we had the story on too. Sue Ling did an update last night on, on Bill Nguyen. Yes. And uh, waiting for a stem cell transplant. And he got one. They, yeah. they found that his sister was, was finally able to, to donate. So that's good news because that went on. That went on for months. Yeah, it yeah. went on for months. But so. really raised a lot of awareness too about stem cell research. Well, there too. was a there was a time I think didn't we just sign the back of our right. we just signed the back of our um, license plates or that sort of thing our license yeah. plates license our license our, our, our licenses. <laughs> <laughs> but you can just go online now yeah, and right. and yeah. do it all on there and it goes into the data bank and it's uh, nice yeah. and easy. So and why wouldn't you? When you well, hear these well, really, you don't need it anymore. I don't you know. Yeah, I I'm not sure anyone wants my liver. Like, let's I'll be honest. Well, for medical research. For me. <laughs> well, especially after a weekend with uh, Linda Steele yeah. and Claire Martin. Yeah. After the weekend with the Global Girls. But uh, yeah, so we're happy to hear that. And Chedville, thank yes. you for, for doing what you did and making the phone calls uh, as well to find out a little bit more about uh, liver, liver, living liver donors. Thank yeah. you so much. So quick yeah. break here well, when we come you. back. More with the one and only Gord Steinke. I've been down this road oh, a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, well, you were not here last I, Thursday. Right. And I went in, um, I'd gone to the gimbal because I needed to get a cataract done. And uh, they they found uh, tears in the retina. So you're in danger, very in danger of having a detached retina, which you don't want to have. Yeah. So he said, no, we can't do the cataract. You're gonna, they made a, a very fast. I can't tell you how quick and how efficient the gimbal was to go over. And they, the Alberta Retina Center, it's on 107th yes. and 109th. They had me in there in four days. So I went in at 8 a.m. last Thursday thinking they were going to take a look at my eyeball. You know, they dilate mm-hmm. your eyes and then take a look and then um, make an appointment to get it fixed. But instead he looked and he goes, you've got one in your left. We're going to fix them right now. Uh. So I was like, I didn't have time to really go into shock, but they laser, they cauterize the back uh. of the retina. I know. And I'm sitting and they put drops in to freeze it some more. And... Uh, yeah, it was very painful. See, I don't like those drops. I, I'm not sure not that either. there's enough freezing to even get me 
past the idea of getting it done. Yeah, wow. I don't know. For me, it was the lead up made me relax. Mm. So there I am sitting in the office. First, you're dilated. You look like a magpie, just black, <laughs> yeah. oh, pro, yeah. right? Just yeah. big black eyes. And everybody, but everybody in the waiting room looks the same. So we're That's all looking right. at each other with these you know, big black eyes. And I, I go, they lead me into the room where I'm going to see the doctor. And I'm thinking he's just going to tell me, okay, come in on Monday and we'll kind of prep you mentally. Mm -hmm. We're going to have this thing. Well, as I'm sitting there, some, uh, uh, I guess a lovely lady comes up and she goes, oh, I recognized your voice. She said I wanted to come in. So she comes in, we start talking about TV and the neighborhood and Sherwood Park and living moose and living mm -hmm. on the acreages because she was uh, lived out there. And then I hear the doctor go by and goes, oh, so you're fraternizing with other patients, are you? Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I, well, I, I'm just sitting here waiting for you. It's a good place to meet people. I well, think. I thought it was, a, you know, the doctor's office at the AI Center is nice. You meet the best people. Well, plus you have something in common. Yeah, but I guess it was cutting into his time, so... But she didn't. She was talking a lot, so she she left, and which was fine. It was a lot of fun. Had a good conversation. She's a, turned out to be a neighbor. Oh, which is nice to meet. So okay. it was kind of a social thing, and I'm very relaxed, thinking this is wonderful. And the doctor comes in, and he wanted to know if I was, you know, um, if I was uh, related to. Brian Steinke, the neurosurgeon. Oh, okay. And I said, oh, I've talked to him. I said, but uh, there's not a lot of Steinkes here that we're related to, and I'm interested in the family tree. I said, but no, we're not. And he goes, and I thought maybe he saw the last name and didn't really, you know, he just, he was confused. Like, he looked familiar, but he knew he was neurosurgeon. And so I said, no, I work for Global Edmonton. And before he even got that out, he went, I know who you are. Mm. So I was uh, fine. So was it, was it yeah. I know who you are, or yeah. was it, Oh, I know who you are. No, it was the first one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So anyway, anyway, but then he turned to being a brilliant, just a brilliant doctor, and he got me, and then the nurses and staff were unbelievable, and they fixed me up. Like, how lucky was I that they fixed both eyes? At that time. Yeah, and I and then I was home by noon. Mm. Well, is it important for a television anchor to be able to see? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Because, okay. And not to have a detached retina. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because the lights would... Right, very that's powerful. true, too. Yeah. It's like sitting on the sun every so night. So reading is a component yeah. of your job, then. It, it really is a huge yeah. important. And so is typing. And so oh, typing, true. you have to read. But yeah. anyway... Um, so the, the thing that I learned, and maybe I could pass this along, I, I said, why why did I have my the tears in my retina? No reason, really, You're except that you're very nearsighted. And I have my sister, well, she would have been nearsighted mm -hmm. too. So he said 7% of the population, if you have a lot of little floaty things, that might be a sign that oh. you're getting macular degeneration. Uh -huh. It could be a problem. So I learned a lot, and I feel very fortunate that the staff there jumped to this and, yeah. and got it. Because I guess what I heard is you don't want to have a complete detached retina. That's the most painful yeah, thing yeah. that people could go you through. Know, I just, I just got to tell you, because, and again, both of you guys have had eye surgery. Yeah, you've had cataracts, you've had, right, Andrew? You've I had have, the eye yeah. surgery things done. I think that there's probably a million other surgeries or procedures that one could do on my body that wouldn't freak me out as much as mm. eye stuff. Well, no, and the doctor had a great sense of humor at the end of it, because you go blind for a little while, and it's terrifying that somebody's working on your eyes, but this guy had such a great sense of humor. I said, this reminds me of that movie Clockwork Orange. <laughs> and he says, exactly, but without the clamps. He's seen he knows exactly <laughs> yeah, what he's talking yeah. about. So, I don't know, it made me feel better. It made you feel a little more comfortable. They clamped your eye open, though, right? I don't think he did. It was frozen, oh. but I think he was holding it open. And, oh, and then they, they clamped in. mine. Yeah, they for the cataracts. They yeah, yeah. yeah, they did for my left one, they did. Yeah. And this you're worried about a colonoscopy and someone's clamping open your about eyeballs it. and sticking I would rather have there? two of those a year <laughs> than have my eyes touched. Yeah. 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 I just wash your hands, that's all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no rubbing your eyeballs after that. No.
But it is quite oh something to see a scalpel coming towards your eye, and you unable to do anything about it. You oh. can't do anything, and you have to just kind of. You got to go to your happy place, Gord. That's yeah. where you got to go. Yeah, and how you do I go. do that? I don't know. Where is my happy place? I, see, I don't know. For me, I just <laughs> sort of because you can't close your eye, so you're seeing everything. Well, yeah, and it's so like, you have it's to it, just sort of zone out. And this was like a blinding green and white light, and you could see veins. So veins. It was kind of. Like yeah, it must have been. I must have been looking at the back of my eyeball that yeah. he was fixing oh. the tears in or something. But well, when he took the uh, first one out the first time, yeah, it, it became a kaleidoscope. Like you know, remember those things oh, when yeah, you were right. a kid? Because you've got no lens. Right. In there, so now you're just seeing light all over the place. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's sort of. It reminds you of what a spider might see. How I long guess. did your operation take with the battery? Oh, battery? minutes. Yeah. 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 Well, this. Yeah, I'm gonna go now. I'm I'm all clear. Once my eyes heal properly, I'll be yeah. all clear beginning of December to go get the cataract done. I no. think getting the cataract is not going to be as. No, it'll be fine, Gordon. Just don't talk to me before you go. Okay. And and don't if your wife has a healthy sense of humor and she's your drive home. Yeah. Uh, watch for the sticker on your forehead because they they put a sticker above the eye they're going to operate on. Okay. <laughs> so they ask you, do you know what you're here to do? Right. Right. Do you know which eye it is? Could you point to the eye? And then they put a sticker on it. Might so like that's I'll poke my finger in my eye, but anyway. well, exactly. So. It's it's just a you know a, a safe way to determine that everybody's on the same page well, with the right eye. Yeah, if they're amputating your leg, I hear they you're they, supposed to yeah right one wrong. That's one. right. That's right. right. Uh, but my wife didn't tell me the sticker was still on my forehead. <laughs> so, but I she just, obviously saw it. I love that She's woman. Giggling. I know. Yeah, me too. I just love that Cheryl's woman. Giggling away. Donna's on the phone. Hey, Donna. Hi there. I just heard Gord talking about the Alberta Retina Clinic. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just wanted everybody to know that he wasn't treated so special because he was Gord Stanky because everybody that goes there gets treated that Exactly. I mm. wasn't just everybody sitting in that waiting room was, and it was fast. People were getting up and moving to the, the little cubicles. Everybody was treated uh, it was just such a, it was almost like a conveyor belt of patients. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you, is, is that a good thing? quite a system working. And the first time I was in there, I got treated immediately yeah. with an injection in my eye. Oh. You don't wait. They look after you immediately. And um, I'm so glad that they nice. caught your retina tears and that you're all better now. Well, so. thanks for, I'm, I feel really blessed that they got the one in the left eye too. So I, I went in for one-stop shopping. They did both eyes at once. Mm-hmm. So it's quite good. Huh. Well, we are all blessed to have them take care of us. So I just wanted to yes. say um, I'm very pleased that you're all better. I couldn't say enough about the staff there, eh? You too, by the sound Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been going there for nine years, and they are fabulous, and they never turn away anybody. I agree 100%. Thanks, Thanks for Thanks for the call, Donna. Yes. Thank you. Take Bye-bye. it easy. Woof, eye stuff just yeah, is whatever. a little yeah. much. Oh, and yeah, whatever. I was far less nervous the second time around. My, yeah. Oh, because you've been through it all. You know, I knew what counting. to expect this yeah. time, and yeah. I drugged myself. <laughs> you self-medicated. There's some self-medication going on there. I don't think you're supposed to do that, are you? It's not recommended, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I found that helped a lot. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a hard to, like you said, lay there, and they're coming at you. With, yeah. yeah. But you got to put your trust in these people. Well, that's the other thing, too. Yeah. Because, you know, at the point at which you think, boy, I hope this guy's really a doctor. It's it's too late to see his diploma, yeah. right? Yeah. I just keep going. This guy's done tens of thousands of these. He's done tens of thousands of but these. But you know some go wrong, right? That's the thing. Right. Don't tell me that. I know. Yeah, but they, but but they say that. Well, uh, no matter what you do for a living, sometimes you have a bad day. Well, absolutely. So you just hope you're not there on a bad day. Like, I wouldn't want to do that kind of surgery Monday morning. Yeah. Or Friday afternoon. Uh, that's a more a Wednesday surgery for Good, me. Good solid Wednesday yeah, surgery. Get a little, yeah. Uh, get a little pace going in make here. Make sure we you have, have lots of sleep the night before. That's right. Yeah. 
Ask him. You know how you do the small talk. Hey, so what you? Hey, what have you been up to this week? Or how's your day going? Or yeah. where? If the guy says I'm having the worst day ever, go. You know what? Do I got to reschedule. Do no. they talk to you during it all? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was like nice. carry on just a normal conversation. Well, they're talking to it... the nurses as well, and they're watching your eye on a big screen and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But yeah, they'll chit chat with you. Later. Okay. And they also find out what they had for breakfast, and you know, yeah. you know, how was your night last night? Oh, on Netflix, I was watching not Clockwork Orange. I hope. But yeah, my guy told me the first time, Andrew, you got to calm down because that brace is going to come off. Which just causes more panic. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just amazing. I said, this is what I thought. What would have happened if this would have happened, like, say, 20 years ago? Or even in the 50s? And he looked at me and he went, you'd be blind. Oh. So the, the con the, what they can do is just absolutely amazing. So you think about people in the 40s and 50s. You yeah, know, yeah. Probably more of a crude version of it they were able to do in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, for sure. Uh. But that's how technology is moving so fast. So it's a beautiful thing. Stella's on the phone. Hi, Stella. Hey, Stella. Hi there. So I have a, a horror story about the retina. Okay. Um, my dad had to have cataract surgery, which he had, and it was successful. And mm. then a while later... Um, he called and said, yeah, I can't really see anything. So I got him into the eye specialist again. And yeah. he said, the specialist said, you have a detached retina. You need to get this dealt with immediately. Was he, he in, did. was he in pain too? No, he wasn't in pain. Yeah, but okay. he couldn't, like he had a line, kind of like a curtain, they call it. Yeah. Um, so the doctor lasered too much of the retina and it damaged the retina to the point where they sent him to a specialist in Vancouver and he had what was called a heavy oil treatment, which actually makes your eyeball flat so that the retina could maybe attach mm -hmm. to a flat surface. Wow. And that wasn't successful. He ended up being blind in that eye and oh. it went all cloudy. Um, and then his second eye, he had a detached retina. And I said, well, let's just go to Vancouver and get this fixed. He didn't. He went back to that same doctor and he didn't botch that one. Hmm. Oh. And the oh, lesson was that a few years ago, I had a, a detached retina, and knowing what Dad had gone through, I went to my local optometrist in the small town I live in, and I got into the Alberta Retina Center the next day, and bada boom, bada bing, within 45 minutes, I was back sitting in my vehicle. I know, that it's like the best-kept secret, really, around, yes. isn't it? They, and you, they're yeah. on 107th and 109th, and you never know that building. I've been by there a million times and never knew what they did in there, the fantastic work, but huh. it's yeah. amazing. and... and I, I like the disclaimer at the top of the information sheet saying, don't don't watch people that have come in after you going ahead of you because yeah. you all are different situations. Yeah. And yes. nobody was grumbling and everybody was just very pleasant. And yeah, it was, thank goodness given... my dad taught me that lesson and I didn't oh. end up blind. Oh, that good for oh, you. Oh, man. That's a great... Stella, thanks yeah. for sharing. Yeah. Thanks. Thank All the you. Best. Bye -bye. Oh, my gosh. G Dean just texted in and said, I had a retina stroke. Absolutely painless. My doctor had me in the retina center within the hour, but I have no sight in my eye anymore. A mm. retina stroke. stroke. Mm. Yeah. Man, we're learning stuff today I, no here on kidding. the 6.30 I've Chet Afternoon so News. so much in the last week. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, my amazing. goodness gracious. But I wonder if anybody else is uh, told what causes a detached retina. You know, you'd think it'd be you're falling or... I thought falling. it would be like being hit, like a, a hit or... Yeah. No, or too much like reading. Yeah, I heard that <laughs> near sight. it's bad for you. If you're nearsighted. And really? Are. Yeah, it's... It huh. can happen to 7%, so it's... You're yeah. nearsighted. Uh, I know you have a big event coming up on uh, Monday. Yes, thanks for mentioning that. We were out yesterday doing sort of a dress rehearsal out at Beachmount Cemetery. Everybody's invited. This is, uh, I don't know how many years we've been doing this, but it's... It's to be like eight now, yeah. isn't it? And it all started with a program where you'd go into a school and the kids would learn about a soldier who had fallen in uh, given the ultimate mm -hmm. sacrifice, and they learn about him, and they 
find out where his grave is and put a poppy at the base of it and kind of keep it clean mm -hmm. like they do in Holland. Mm -hmm. And that's been going on for years now uh, with Randall and Maureen Purvis have really embraced this and this uh, will be broadcasting online live at 10.30 with a full ceremony. Lieutenant Governor will be there and more importantly the stars of the show are busloads and busloads mm -hmm. and busloads of kids who come who've all done their research and it's so touching to see them put a poppy at the base yeah. of these fallen soldiers at Beachmount Cemetery 10.30 Monday morning no stone left alone. And I know there's going to be a feature um, that's uh, being worked on right now yep. on the No Stone uh, Left Alone, a program that'll air on 6:30 Ched on Remembrance Day right. afternoon. Yep. So look forward to look forward yep. to hearing we've more about the, that as well. We've got the TV version coming up as well on Monday, yep. 10:30. Okay, 10:30 Monday. Yeah. It's uh, 2.29. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so Glad much. Glad you're for feeling me. better. Oh, I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> I can see you clearly. <laughs> The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.